Let all cats old enough to catch their own prey gather here beneath the podcast for a clan meeting. Welcome to Paws and Claws, a podcast where we read the Warrior Cats books in chronological order. I'm Jill, joined by my co-host and stationary deity, Scout. And today we will be discussing Dawn of the Clans, book four, The Blazing Star. Scout, how's it going? It's going good. So much happens in this book. I'm thinking about it and I'm yelling. Yeah. Uh, so we actually have a special guest this week. We have a special guest? We do. Sorry, we have a surprise special guest. <gasps> so a peek behind the curtain of the podcasting process. Usually Scout and I will record during the evenings. However, due to traveling plans for both me and Scout's family, uh, we will not be able to do our usual recording time uh, for this episode. So instead, it is the middle of an afternoon in the middle of the week, which means my lovely cat Zelda, who usually when we record at 8 p.m. on a Sunday night is off cuddling with her father, uh, is instead in the office here with me. So she uh, she might pop in with her opinion from time to time. A celebrity. Mm-hmm. What would Zelda Cat's warrior name be? Ooh, I think her warrior name would have to be Claw something. Claw Shade, probably. Oh, I like that. I was gonna I was I was gonna pitch Stinky Whisker. <laughs> Stinky Whisker is also very good. Oh, she's flicking her ear at that one. Oh. She does not seem to care for it at all. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, another good one another good one would be Night Bite, because she <laughs> does love to chomp and uh often does so at, at night. night. Yeah. I I recently got back from a trip. I got home, I sat on the couch, she jumped up, bit my hand, and ran away. Amazing. Incredible. No notes. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Uh, this makes it sound like Zelda is, in fact, a very mean cat. Uh, she is not. She loves people. She just likes to play a little rowdy with her with her parents. You know, sometimes sometimes that's just how it's got to be. Yeah, you know, sometimes... Sometimes you gotta play rowdy with your parents, as we'll find out in Dawn of oh the Clans. God. Oh my god. So <laughs> let's uh let's summarize this book and start talking about it, because uh before we started recording, Scout and I were already chomping at the bit to talk. I am rattling the cage that I am in. I'm rattling my enclosure. Wait, Jill. Oh Jill, wait, we forgot. How's the prey running? <laughs> How is the prey running? This is just a little update, a uh, little little nonsense corner. Um, today, I have an update on Clan Gen once again, and that is that uh, I'm doing a challenge from the Clan Gen Discord that is called uh, the Royal Blood Challenge. And it's essentially just, uh, what if you had a clan, but it was a monarchy? Um, and I love that. Yeah, it's... There's some stuff in the original rules that I wasn't super hot on just because there were certain things that you were supposed to do. Like if a cat got scarred, you had to demote them. They couldn't be royalty if they had a scar. And I'm like, but here's the thing. Scars are hot. So if I saw a king <laughs> and he had a cool scar, I'd be like, yo, I respect him more. Um, mm. 
So yeah. I took, yeah. So I took that out and just kind of altered a couple other things. And basically, it's just sort of a fun role play based challenge where lots of exciting things are happening, such as the court advisor having an affair with the uh, court doctor, with the, with the royal doctor. Oh, my. We've got one of the princesses wanting to run away with a knight. All sorts of great stuff. Juicy drama. Loving it. Having a great time. I think that's I think that's about what I've got to say about it. Not too much. I'm just I'm just enjoying it. I like it turns out. Listen, where's that tweet that's like (laughs) I am inherently against the monarchy. However, sometimes cats have royalty and it's kind of fun and cool. I, you know what I really like is the way that you and I both have like different approaches to how we uh, play clan gen. Yeah. Because Scout, you seem to really enjoy these like tracking the stories of the cats and like getting into the drama. Meanwhile, I'm over here liking challenges where I have to be so damn strategic (laughs) <laughs> um, I recently completed the 100 kit challenge. Yes. Which is much like the Sims 100 child challenge where your Sim is supposed to have 100 kids. This one is your cats are supposed to have 100 kids. Uh, if, if you need to like go to the next generation, then you pick one of their kids to kind of keep going on. And once you have 100 in that selected bloodline, you've completed the challenge. Accidentally played it on hard mode. Because I thought I misread the rule saying uh, that you could have the same sex kit option turned on. I thought I misread it as saying it had to be off. So I was playing on a bit of a hard mode. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that limits your options. Mm-hmm. But I did do it. It was so much fun. I had a blast. And the next one that I'm doing is called the Mutation Extinction Evolution Challenge. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah, that the me challenge. Where cats are randomly given mutations and then there are these extinction events that you are given hints for and you have to play through the moon, like trying to diversify your cats in their mutations and get them more mutations and like, you know, things like that. So that when it comes time for the end of that event, you see, well, what traits were positive and what were negative and who survived and who didn't. And I'm having an absolute blast with this one, but it is very involved. Yeah, I was going to say it looks it looks really fun, but I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I started to read all of the instructions and I was like, I don't think that I can do this right now. I don't (laughs) think my brain is is like functioning on the level that needs to be uh, utilized here. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is wild. Just... But I mean, that's the, those are the kinds of challenges that I like is I like yeah. these challenges where there's a specific win loss condition rather than telling a story, which I think mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. And I like that there's such a diverse option of challenges in this discord. There's so many options. There's so many different ones. I think the thing I run into the most with them is that so many of them are like at the end of a month, you're going to have to to cull a lot of cats. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, see, I love doing that. It's like, oh, gosh, how is this going to affect the way that I have to continue playing? <laughs> yeah, that uh, is that is good. Sometimes it's just like, 
because it's the end of the month, there must be a sacrifice. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but but wh- why? <laughs> why? Well, I don't want to. Yeah, so I think that's our clan gen update. Uh, Hell yeah. As always, please go play clan gen. Very fun. Tell us about your clans in clan gen or any challenges that you're doing. If you make a challenge, send it, because I would love know. to play it. Yes. But uh, why don't we take a, a nice little quiz before we head into the summary? Let's do it. All right, so our quiz this week is, can you pass this warrior assessment? So we're going to see if we have what it takes to be uh, true warrior cats. <laughs> What'd you get, Scout? Two out of six. Hey, me too. All right, which <laughs> question did you get correct is my question, is, is what I'm going to answers. Ask. I got belly rake correct, and I okay. got... I got the sixth law. No, I didn't get the sixth law of the warrior code. I got the great sycamore for Thunderclan's old forest territory. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, I did get the sixth law of the warrior code, oh. which is new warriors must sit a silent vigil for one night. And the last question is how long their silent vigil lasts, which is until the sun peaks over the horizon. So I got those two right. Yeah, I went I went for until the first morning bird sounds its song. Both of those I feel like could be because it's, it's until the sun, like, yeah. it's until morning. It, it's described in the books as yeah. when it's morning. Yeah. So it's like, this could be any of, of several things. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, I guess we still have a lot, a long way to go before we're warriors. We got a long way to go. So do some of these cats. So we're going to, we're going to summarize real quick what happens. Then we're going to dive into it because we've got a lot of things to say, as always. Paint me a picture. Book four, The Blazing Star, picks up immediately after the events of the battle at Four Trees. The cats involved begin the process of burying their dead and beginning to deal with their grief. They agree to meet back there in one moon's time as the spirits requested. And on the way back to the moor, Grey Wing and his group meet some loners who kind of join their group. One moon later, Grey Wing speaks to River Ripple uh, about grief as he's visiting the gravesite. And then at the full moon meeting, the spirit cats are vague and speak in metaphor to the gathered cats to interpret. The first prophecy, only the blazing star can blunt the claw, is given. The cats of the moor prepare for Leaf Bear, but danger is still on the horizon with clear skies, new additions to his group, and the appearance of a new sickness among their prey. The new members of the moor group believe that blazing star refers to a plant and take a patrol to investigate, picking up Clear Sky along the way. A new villain rises, a rogue named One-Eye, who has uncertain motives and eventually ousts Clear Sky as leader of the forest cats. Fearful of sickness spreading and saddened by losses, the cats begin to kind of split up into these smaller groups. And after One-Eye continues to treat the cats of the land harshly, preventing their access to healing herbs, these different groups unite with a plan to drive One-Eye out. Unfortunately, they are misled by a beautiful she-cat that Thunder has been growing close to, and the ambush on One-Eye turns into a bigger fight, ending with Thunder killing the dastardly rogue. The cats who have taken on leadership roles share a dream soon after this fight with the spirit cats who hint at what is to come, grow and spread like the five petals of the blazing star. 
let's talk about the blazing star let's do it okay so we start off in this book i didn't mention it in the summary but we start off with another gray wing having a stone teller dream hasn't he had one before absolutely he has had at least two and he's over here acting this is the first of many inconsistencies in this book uh because Mm -hmm. he's over here acting like he has never had a dream with stone teller before Truly. And I could say, you know, peek in, peek into the Aaron corner. We're back with Cherith Baldry for this one. Mm. So I could say that it's because Cherith Baldry didn't read the previous book. But the thing is, she wrote the first two in the series. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. can't really give her a pass. Yeah. Yeah. So that first um, first off was my first note on the book. All caps. Confusing. Has a great wing already had a stone teller dream. Why are we acting mm-hmm. like this is the first one? Similar similar note, something I've noticed is they always describe Stone Teller's cavern exactly the same. They're yes. always like the stones come down from above and and below and sometimes join in the middle. So it's like looking through a stone forest. And I'm like, okay, I know I know. I, I do I do know that. It's okay. You don't have to keep we know. We do know. Yeah. Yeah. So that he just first gets, of all, he gets just... a warning. Yeah. Uh, right? He gets a warning from her. She's like, yo, shit's, shit's gonna get shit's worse. Shit's gonna go bad. And he's like, oh, damn. Again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did, I thought we'd just fix that. I feel like throughout this whole book, there's this pervasive idea of, like, when will the agonies stop? Because they're just like, we Every did what everybody asked. Is- Why can, when, can we just live? Can we just live our lives? Every cat is fucking going through the horrors and Every Star day. Clan, proto Star Clan just doesn't fucking care. Star Clan is on their bullshit in these books. They're so on their bullshit. It's like all of the all of the cats who speak with them are like, hey, can you maybe like give us a little bit more information? And they're like, eh, you'll figure it out. Even River Ripple at one point is like, hey, maybe a little bit more would be super helpful. Yeah. And River Ripple is the weirdo. Yeah. River Ripple is the cryptic man. Yeah. And he's even like, hey, maybe he's like, you guys are being a little bit too cryptic. Yeah. Maybe tone it down a little bit. Mm. Um, (laughs) I am glad that we've kind of dropped the Grey Wing being jealous of those taking leadership positions plotline. Grey Wing just wants to fucking rest. And I relate. He's like, Thunder's doing a great job. I believe in him. I want to fucking chill. I have done so goddamn much. And I feel like every time that I try and do something, it goes wrong. Which, you know what? Credit. Yeah, it kind of does sometimes. It kind of does. Not always his fault. Not always his fault. But a lot of things shake out real bad for my poor guy, Graystripe. I'm starting to uh, move him from annoying protagonist to poor little Meow Meow. Uh, He's he's my poor little Meow Meow. You also did just call him Graystripe. Fuck. Gray wing. (laughs) Gray wing. Graystripe, a different cat that we do stand. We'll get to him eventually. Graystripe is my blurbo of all time. (laughs) rotating him i constantly yeah so sorry gray wing you know a lot of things go go sideways for gray wing he just wants to rest and you know what he deserves it he's done a lot he's been through he's a, a lot. lot and he just is like please can i have can i please get a waffle can i just can i please get a waffle can i just this rest? man is like maybe five years old and he's acting like he is a 15 year old cat straight <laughs> he is up so tired get this man to the elder's den 
pronto. <laughs> I do want to want to point out. I actually really like so the uh, the the more cats take in three new uh, kind of loners, three new rogues. I really like them. I especially really like Mouse Ear because he's got that air of like the big brick shit house that's mm, actually mm-hmm. just really a nice guy. He's a himbo. <laughs> he's I just really like there's this one moment where he is like is a huge fuck off cat trying to spar with uh with Pebbleheart and Pebbleheart like cries out for a different reason and he's like i didn't touch him i didn't touch him i'm like oh you're just a big guy yeah i thought that their introduction scene was awkward as fuck like it just was and it was the way it was written it was, was so, so stuttered and awkward i was like it felt like it was just thrown in there so that they didn't skip a moon and you'd be like who the fuck are these new cats because right after they're like introduced they... it's like a moon has passed and it's like okay yeah i I feel like they wanted to the Aaron's the Aaron's hunter wanted to get these new cats in there and were like, mm, what? How? What? What do we do? Yeah. And they were like, mm, just yeah, just throw them in wait, there. There you go. Just good. <laughs> they just run into them right after the battle. And we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're fine. And but don't no, worry. I... They didn't see they didn't see the dead cats. They just mm-hmm. know that the battle happened. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it. I, I at first I was like, this is so awkward is this going to be continuing awkwardness but i really like these three cats uh their names are holly mud paws and mouse ear and i think they are all just such a fun little trio they are they they are like a DD adventuring party that kind of stumbles into being part of this uh of this group yeah they're like a rogue a warrior and uh ranger mm-hmm. and, and they just 100%. kind of stumble in here i yeah i do like them very much they they mesh very well with the other cats in the more group i think they're very good and i think they bring a really important perspective change mm-hmm. that like that group hasn't gotten for a while they get it like they got it a little bit with windrunner and gorsfer but in a lot of ways there hasn't been like a, you know, what or, you know, kind of like, mm, what are you guys doing? This is kind of this is like kind of a lot. <laughs> uh, and then shortly after this, I have a note. Another mark to the Grey Wing doesn't understand romance tally because oh after that one moon time skip, uh, he sees Holly and Jagged Peak and Jagged Peak is up in a tree and Holly is teasing him about not being able mm-hmm. to get down, saying, like, I'm surprised you even have any paws at all with the way you're acting. And Grey <laughs> Wing's like, how fucking dare she? What the hell? Yeah, Grey Wing, Wing is like, yo, leave my brother alone. And then Jagged Peak dump, jumps down, and he and Holly are, like, laughing the whole thing off. And <laughs> everyone else is like, yeah, Grey Wing, they're in love. And he's like, why is she yeah. being mean to him? <laughs> Why is Grey everyone Wing okay with this? Underst- Grey Wing doesn't understand negging. He doesn't. He's like, he just, he does not get it. Jagged Peak, mm. male wife. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. I've just had a thought about Grey Wing. Um, is it A-Row Grey Wing? Ace because, King? Yeah, Ace King. Yeah, That's what I was thinking earlier when Ace I was King. reading it. Ace yeah. King Grey Wing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, a a row. A row. No, a- I feel like he's got like some romance. I feel a- like not he a- has because he does fucking love like when he loves. I think he's demi romantic 
asexual. asexual. He's one. This cat is one hundred percent asexual. Like this cat he has does never not. <laughs> has never understood fucking. He, like, I agree one hundred percent. I think Greywing is yeah. an asexual icon, and we should all respect that about him. Mm-hmm. Um, this must this must be part of the reason that I've always uh, identified with him a little bit more than you. That it's, is very I possible. I can smell the ace on you him. Sniffing it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like Thunder so much. Gray. Gray. <laughs> gray wing. Gray ace. <laughs> we've got it. We've solved. I've connected the two <laughs> we've dots. connected the dots, Aaron's. Um, but yeah, I just thought that scene was very funny because everyone else is looking at Greywing like, dude, <laughs> they're, they're flirting. And he's like, why is she being so mean to my boy? Yeah, it's so it's funny. so funny. Oh, my God. He's such a goober. Um, so yeah, funny. no, 100 percent. Because I did just remember, you know, also he meets a new cat named Slate and he definitely is like for the first time he is starting to recognize romantic feelings when they first yeah. uh, begin to kind of blossom in his heart. He's like, I really probably, I mean, I just barely know her, but she makes me happy. And I'm like, oh, God, uh-huh. he's he's got a crush and it's so cute. And Slade is so nice to him. She's so nice. He's like, I just feel so useless. And she's like, you're like the smartest guy I know. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. I have I have notes later that are about Greywing uh, oh, yeah. in his I feel useless era mm-hmm. because oh it it got me good. Um Yeah. But my next note here is Clear Sky is a fucking dumbass. I don't even have words for it. What is wrong with I him? Truly, I do not know. So like <sighs> Clear Sky's new uh new members of his group are Tom. Fuck Tom. Uh, fuck Tom and One Eye. Fuck One Eye. Uh, fuck One Eye. Fucking weirdo creepo. Yeah. So he sees Tom and he's like, "Oh, hey, I remember this guy." And Tom is like, "You should let me join you. I can help." And he's like, "The fuck, you're no, you can't." And he's like, "No, I got a friend." You're like a bit, you're like a, a big schlumpy kitty pet. You yeah. can't do anything. And it turns out Tom's been hanging around with this guy One Eye who is immediately bad vibes. Ultimate scrungless, but like in the worst yeah, possible way. Yeah, he's so fu- He's literally like, I feel like if the word scrungly was a thing 10 years ago, he would have been described like that. Yeah. Because he like, is just he's like, he's like, ragged, he's mangy. He's like sticky. I don't know. <laughs> There's yeah, just something about he him is, that's crusty. He is unpleasant. His eye is always described as being like disgusting too. Yeah, his eye he has one eye and it's fucking gross. Yeah, so it says jagged claws, mangy, knotted fur, and one eye. Like, this man does not take care of himself. Uh, yeah, and like he, my dude. Just because you got one eye doesn't mean that everybody else wants to be looking at you. Yeah, his personality is as rancid as his um, appearance. Bad vibes. The vibes are so bad and Clear Sky is just like, I don't know. It seems fine. My dude. Oh, my God. Apparently, there is a mistake with one eye where he is mistakenly mentioned to have both of his eyes in the blazing star. That's so funny. Oh, Oh, I love that shit. But yeah, so he's rancid and he's like, you're going to take me back to your place because if even if you don't like I know where it is. And Clear Sky's like, I don't know if I trust this guy. 
and I, when I first saw that, I wrote down, is Clear Sky finally suffering for his actions? And then as things progressed, I was like, never mind. I don't think I don't think this suffering is necessary. Not this much suffering. Yeah. But I did. I think I have a I have a note here somewhere that is uh, I don't like one eye, but I do like that Jill's pull from the first book of Clear Sky should be dead or exiled by now. Honestly, why is anyone listening to him is being brought to life? Yeah, I am very like I I, I dislike this. Again, this is how I always feel about good villains is like, mm-hmm. I don't like you, but I love the way you, you affect the narrative. <laughs> I feel I feel like just the way I feel like we finally have a proper villain in Dawn of the Clans and he's only around for this one fucking book. But yeah, he is a like this is the fucked up shit that I'm here for. Mm hmm. Yeah. And this is why Clear Sky has always I think the the reason that like a lot of the Clear Sky stuff falls flat is because they didn't feel they don't have the confidence to make him bad. They yes. don't have the confidence to like they they wanted because they knew him... going in he was gonna be Sky Clan's leader. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. I mean I know, we know. Whatever. We know. We know. They all have Sky they they all yeah, have, they it all in have their the names. We know they who all they have are. the leader names. Um so like they go in knowing that he's gonna be a leader and they can't make him evil. So like they have yeah. to kind of sow that that reasonable doubt, which you know, I guess I get it, but like you didn't have to do that. You could have just made him and evil. And it's like they or you could have at least they really just what I saw in the in the previous book from this one was they didn't know how to make a sympathetic villain. Mm-hmm. And so then Clear Sky is just kind of this very muddled character because they didn't they didn't take the swing for a sympathetic villain where it's like he's doing villainous things, but you can understand his point of view because they're like, we don't you know, we we only want like they're not big on morally gray stuff in mm-hmm. uh, in the Warriors books, I would say. I think yeah. there's some stuff in later books that kind of gets in there, but it's very much we need gray Jedi in this world. Yeah, you know, I get it. It's a kids series, but mm-hmm. like a good li- versus evil. We, and- we could have a little bit of gray morality as a treat, please. As a treat. Gray um, wing, gray ace, gray, gray morality. morality. I'm just saying gray is here. Uh. So back to Clear Sky. Yes. I wrote down because uh, they meet. There's a, a meeting on the border between Clear Sky and uh, Thunder and a couple of patrol cats where one eye tries to like pull some shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and Clear Sky literally changes personality from sentence to sentence. There's one where he's like, oh, fuck, those kids with Tom were turtle tails. I shouldn't have let him take them to... Literally, like, not even a second later, Greywing, you're a fucking pathetic loser. If you were in my group, you would have been kicked out. But just kidding. I would actually accept you if you decided to come in to, to live with us if Thunder and his his group kicked you out for being, you know, useless. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with him? I literally do not understand this man. He makes he I don't he either. makes no sense to me as a character. He is so inconsistent. He really is here for the to like drive the narrative forward in whatever way they need him to, mm-hmm. and it makes it exhausting to try and figure out what the fuck his yeah. deal is. Uh, I'm so like I I do feel like there is he goes through a pathetic era in mm-hmm. sort of the the middle to back half of 
this book. And I feel like that's the place where he hits his stride for me as a character. Is oh, one hundred percent when he is pathetic. Such a wet blanket. Yeah, when he when he reaches mm-hmm. that pathetic era. Oh, then I'm like, yes, now I'm actually like, I'm here for Clear Sky chapters because he is so fucking. He's just like a sopping wet mess of a guy. Oh my god, it's so true. Oh man. What well, we've got some stuff. So the big thing that happens next is the fight with mm-hmm. One Eye, Sparrow for Tom. And Tom and Clear um, Sky, yeah. Yeah. So 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 Sparrow for uh if you don't remember is one of Turtle Tales three kits. The kits find out that Tom is living with Clear Sky and are very curious and like want to reconnect with Tom. And Greywing is like, why? <laughs> and they're like, because he's our dad. And I feel like this is a good time for me to bring up my theory, which is I don't think any of the Aaron's Hunter have ever experienced a found family. Yeah, like, I don't think so either. There is such a disconnect between like the moments of affection between non-familial cats in these books and the moments of well but the thing that really matters is that this one is related to me like that matters more than anything Mm -hmm. else like you get lit and it's like i have huge huge swaths of my family that i don't know yeah and i don't want to know them get them out of here i don't care I don't want to know. I don't want to know my fucking uncle redacted. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want he's rancid. He's not in my life. They even Grey Wing even like says something about it to the kids because one of them's like, "Well, we just you know with mom gone, we we don't really have a dad." And then he like looks at them and they're like, "Well, well, well, we love you though." And he's like, "Bitch, excuse me." That that fucking killed me. I could not. It was believe like, it. well, yeah, you're not our like. Mm. And Grey Wing's like, were you about to say real dad? And mm. they're like, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so so Sparrowfur goes because she wants to go meet her dad. She is. She basically, I guess, Jagged Peak was watching. This is important for later. The Jagged oh, yeah, Peak yeah. kind of says, okay, yeah, I guess you can go visit Clear Sky's camp. Because we're all friends now and everything's fine. Yeah, exactly. So she goes and Tom is not in the camp because he is going to get some sharp rocks for training. That's right. (laughs) He's off to go fetch some sharp rocks so they can learn how to use weapons in fighting. Um, They kind of gloss over that and never touch on it again. Mm -hmm. So Sparrowfer is like, I want to see my dad. And one eye's like, why the fuck do you want to do that? You're a fucking scrawny little little child. Someone needs to teach you a lesson. You're so spoiled. And he when just like, like tries <laughs> to kill this kitten. He like straight up Literally. is about to murder her. And Clear Sky's like, okay, well maybe he can teach her a lesson. He could like bop her on the ears or whatever. You know, that's normal and fine. And then she, he starts like tearing into her flesh. And he's like, oh, maybe, nope, let's not do this. Maybe not. And he, yeah, maybe not, maybe not. And it's like, dude, the sign was on, the writing was on the fucking wall. It was so it was big so in fucking huge clear. red letters. So how th- do you let this happen? Then Tom comes in, sees what One Eye had done, and he's like fucking pissed. So he attacks One Eye, and One Eye very easily uh, kills him. 
Yo, that shit was so fucked up because it's like the other cats are tending to Sparrow Fur to try and help stem all of the bleeding. Right. And that takes maybe a couple of minutes. And then Clear Sky turns around and Tom is like having a uh, or to, like Tom is splayed out in a pool of blood on the ground. And one eye is like having a little bath. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking chilling. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's totally <laughs> so uh, fucking so- grim. <laughs> Then after, you know, after that, Clear Sky is like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like threatening to kill One-Eye. And One-Eye's like, you can't fucking kill me. Like, you don't have the guts. And for once, for once, I'm like, please, Clear Sky, kill this man. Clear Sky, we know you've murdered before. We've, don't you've try and murdered fucking before. deny it. It's in the book. And he's like, no, I can't kill him. And he just lets him go. He's like, leave. I don't want to see you she again. He lets him go. It just This is why this is why we need to teach people that violence in response to violence is not as bad as violence being perpetrated against you. If you this is why people are like, don't fight back on the bullies. No, fucking punch your bullies. They deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Punch your bullies. But like, I, yes, I literally fully, though. It's so <laughs> And it's very pervasive in this book of like, well, if we kill, then we're just as bad. Because there's even a scene where they're like, well, we can't kill one eye. We have to drive him out. Because if we kill him, then we're just as bad as he is. I'm like, no, if you kill him, this all stops. Exactly. This is the thing. This is the thing. And this happens. This happens. But yeah, it's like sometimes, sometimes people, (laughs) you just get... The, in the this particular narrative, of- there is no moral right in leaving this man alive. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Because he, living, continues to perpetrate violence against others. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, so I was just kind of pissed off. I was like, can we stop pretending that it is moral to not kill someone who is literally trying to kill you? Like... Drives me crazy. Yeah, this is a um, fantasy book about cats. Like yeah. there is a there is a there is a moral code, and it involves being able to kill your villains. Exactly. So that happens. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was a lot. Um, Sparrowfur is then sort of like has to stay in the forest with Clear Sky and his gang. Um, this is the start recover. of Clear Sky's pathetic era, too. Absolutely. Yes. He begins to be pathetic. He begins to be like, you know, what have I done? How have I let this happen? And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know. How have you let it happen? Clear sky. Mm, Kermit sipping tea. Hmm. I wonder. (laughs) Hmm. I wonder how any of this could have happened. Your judgment certainly (laughs) can't be can't be extreme. (laughs) Who could have done this? Who could have done this? Um, Really? A lot. And then there's, oh, so then we cut back to the shit happening on the moor. God, uh, it's so uh, much. It's so much. So there's a couple of things happening. One, there is a prey sickness that is beginning to infect the whole sort of territory. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not just the moor in the forest as well, but it seems like the, the first one to fall ill is one of Windrunner's kittens, another one of Windrunner's kids, Windrunner and Gorsfer. Can we please stop? Can we please leave her little family alone? I just want them to be happy. 
like if another one of her kids dies in the next book i'm gonna be so pissed off me too i know for for reasons pertaining to i know the name of one of the novellas moth flight at least is going to make it yeah that's all i know but that's really rough it's really and there's some there's some scenes windrunner said windrunner is so has like so barbed uh, rightfully so but it does some uh, there's some point where like gray wing is trying to comfort her and she's like what the fuck do you know yeah it's it's rough it's rough and at the same time gray wing this is another moment that i think i he's an ass but also he's i don't know if this is intended by the authors but i still think there is really a lot of like interesting stuff going on for me there's a lot of nuance with gray wing and his chronic illness like he is lashing out in some of these scenes because he feels so out of control Mm -hmm. of his own health and like his own ability to be to be present because this is another situation we talked about last last time how gray wing like slept through the death of his wife basically yeah and this time he sleeps through all of these other things happening mm-hmm. he sleeps through the the nobody thinks to wake him when like the prey sickness hits the camp and nobody thinks to wake him when Sparrowfur doesn't come back and like nobody nobody goes to him and and supports him through you know this this sickness that he is working with because he still struggles a lot with his lungs and with like the chronic fatigue that comes from that yeah and i think there's i don't again i don't know if this was intentional on the part of the errands but i think that i'm getting a lot of really interesting readings out of that and yeah all of this pertains to the scene the scene with jagged peak and gray wing where the emotion the whiplash i was i was getting in this scene Mm-hmm. Because first of all, we have Jagged, we have Grey Wing being like, what do you mean you just like let Sparrowfur go away? <gasps> Hi. Zelda cat? Sorry, I was trying to catch a Zelda purr. Uh, so we have, we have Grey Wing trying to, conf- trying to confront Jagged Peak. And Jagged Peak is like, you know, they're almost grown. Uh, there's a point at which you can't tell them what to do anymore they need to be able to make their own decisions and jagged peak has a point mm-hmm. and also at this point jagged peak does uh tell gray wing he's like he wants gray wing to be the first one to know he says Wing, i'm gonna be a dad and he says i want to be as good a father as you gray wing and that fucked me up yeah and that then made me go uh <laughs> And then later, uh, is it in that same conversation that Grey Wing is just such a dick and says, you're never going to be a good father? Oh, yes. It's the same. It's moments later. Oh, so upset. The thing is, it was I was so upset, but also it makes I I really liked that scene because if the Grey Wing's daughter has run away and been almost mortally wounded, his 
fail son brother is walking here. Not not Jagged Peak. Jagged Peak is not fail son. Grey Wing comes to the Moreland camp and is like and is like, yo, I fucked up. Everything's all fucked up. And your daughter is also (laughs) fucked up. Everything sucks. I don't know what to do. Uh, Tom is dead and your daughter is very deeply wounded and I'm pathetic. And mm-hmm. Grey Wing is freaking out and so lashes out at Jagged Peak for the, you know, for making the decision to let Sparrowfur go to Clear Sky's camp and does say, like, says some, says some just absolutely devastating shit to Jagged Peak that mm-hmm. Jagged Peak does not deserve. I But 100%. I thought that it was... Yeah, go, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just was saying I agree. Yeah. I... I Good, mm, good family drama. Yeah, there, good like emotional drama. There was a lot of good family drama in this. I feel like mm-hmm, now that they're mm-hmm. finally not trying to to like flip flop on whether Clear Sky is not is good or not, I feel like the family drama is just hitting so much better <laughs> because it's mm-hmm. yeah, it is very much like there's even a moment uh, later on where Clear Sky is heading into. Uh, a a situation where he is about to die, and he's like, "If I die here, at least my brother and I made up." Yeah, and I'm like, "That was good shit." Oh no! Yeah, you can't make me sad about Clear Sky. How dare you? Not not allowed. Um um, but yeah, good for Jagged Peak and Holly. God, good for Jagged Peak. I'm and Holly. so glad Jagged Peak has a Jagged- has a girlfriend. Yeah. He deserves love. He, he and Rainswept Flower deserved love, but his brother killed Rainswept Flower. So yeah. I'm glad that he has found uh, a partner in Holly. And Holly, is that the scene where Holly sticks up for him too? Holly like steps between yeah. Jagged Peak and Grey Wing and is like, you do not talk to Jagged Peak that way. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Holly. She get his so ass. Good. She does that with Clear Sky too. Like she there's, I think there's two She's- scenes where she stands up for Jagged Peak. And she's just like, hey, shut the fuck up. That's my husband. You have no right to talk to him like that. He is doing truly so much. And he really is. He is like, he. Oh, that scene later when he's talking wife. to Clear Sky and, yes. and is like, I'm getting this. I'm getting the fucking nest set up. I'm getting all ready. I'm so excited to take care of the kittens. Like, oh my he's God. just so excited this- to be a dad. And it is so. He's. So cute, so precious. He's just—he's like—he is straight up like he is literally male wifing it. Holly's over here like I'm gonna be a bad girl boss uh, until she gets mm-hmm. sick, uh, and then Oof. Jagged Peak is like I can't wait. I'm like making the house all nice and shit like that. I'm like, oh, he's such yeah. a good dad. He's such a good husband. Oh, <laughs> good dad. We love a domestic man. We do love a domestic man. Mm. Get you a domestic man. I have in here, this is just a quick aside. So Grey Wing, as you mentioned, he's feeling very, oh, what's the word? Insignificant. Yeah. Inconsequential. He, f- he feels like he is not able to do Superfluous. anything. Superfluous. Yeah. He he really yeah, is feeling he's, like. He's feeling like, he's feeling like if he can't, like, he either can't do anything or when he tries to do something, it's just making things worse. Right. And he keeps going back to the site of the battle and being sad and kind of just thinking about, like, everything that's kind of led up to this. And my guy River Ripple is over here and he's like, dude, what have I told you? Stop. Stop hanging out there. 
It's just going to keep making you growing, sad. If you don't want to be in the hollow growing, and you like, don't want to be with your brother, come hang out at my place for the weekend, basically. Yes. Oh, it's very good. It's Greywing so- shivering sadly over the grave fucking broke my heart. And even in Grey- River Ripple's camp, River Ripple has a couple other cats who are hanging out with him. Even there, Greywing's like, well, I should hunt so I can help you guys. And they're like, dude, we don't mind catching yeah. you fish. Like, let us feed you. And I gotta say, you know, I'm very excited about seeing where Greywing and Slate goes. I think Greywing mm-hmm. and River Ripple is an underrated ship. I agree. I, I like this. I saw I this in your really notes enjoy, and I said, I like it. I like it. I'm a truther. I I like, I think River Ripple, you know, because of course the Aarons are cowards. I said it. And they will not make these cats mm-hmm. uh, openly gay. Uh, I do think they will be bestest friends. And I really look forward to that. But I think that River Ripple is good for Grey Wing. I'm very glad that they are like actually making that relationship a thing like that friendship yeah gray wing needs somebody to balance out all of his neuroses and exactly Tail did that really well mm-hmm. and river ripple is 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 taking that uh that mantle up a little mm-hmm. bit here of just like you just gotta calm down you like, just okay, gotta but- like it's okay a lot of again a lot of really good stuff in here i think about the the feeling of useful of usefulness mm-hmm. versus uselessness the 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 fear the internalized fear of being useless the internalized uh ableism around uh the concept of not being able like if you can't contribute directly then you're not contributing anything even when just being a part of the community is the contribution mhm good stuff good stuff good good stuff there uh, let's see. Wind Ritter, Rin, Wind Runner, uh, and Gorsfer end up leaving. Uh, <sighs> that, oh. So their kitten who had the sickness passes away. Oh, the scene. Who is it that asks? Is it is it Tall Shadow that asks what what do you want to do? And oh yeah, Windrunner. It is. Windrunner says, "I want her. I want to lay her to rest with the others." And they take her to the mass grave that they dug after the battle. Oh, Oof. oh, it's so it's because she wants her to walk among the stars with the others, and it's like she wants her to walk among the stars that she was that she killed me. Yeah. Uh, and Gorsfer being like, they were all like, Windrunner, you can't go off on your own. And Gorsfer's like, she won't be alone. She's got me. And I'm like, he loves her so much. He loves her so much. Like that combined with the bonus <sighs> scenes from last time, just like, holy yes. shit. If I hadn't had those Oof. bonus scenes, I don't think him saying that she won't be alone. She has me would hit as hard. Um, yeah, I, it was really like, oof. Mm, mwah. Mwah. We love oh, it. The whole thing, the the other thing that's really uh like agonizing through this whole thing with the sickness of the kit, because Pebbleheart, again, my guy, is working so hard to try and cure the sickness. 
and won't let Windrunner close to the kit because he doesn't want her to catch it because it's contagious. Right. And all of those scenes where she's just trying to get over to her dying daughter and everybody is holding her back and she's like, but I have to be with her. She is my child. She needs her mother. And everybody is trying to protect Windrunner from also getting this yeah. sickness that at the moment is incurable. Fucking kills me. And yeah, she says basically, you know, I've joined I've joined this group with you and literally all it's brought me is heartbreak. Uh I am going to go live on my own with with Gorsfer and our kids and we're going to be fine, but I can't I'm not living in the hollow anymore. I have to do something different. Yeah. Hurts. Hurts it me. It does hurt. It hurts a lot, honestly. Although they are not alone for long. They do soon uh, add Slate, uh, who's a new character, to their group. I like Slate. Slate just appears. I like her. Is the pool that she was showing Grey Wing, was that Moonpool? No, No, Moonpool's in the lake territory. Is in the lake territory. Yeah. Okay, never mind. She finds like this little pool. It was just like a... A little hidey hole. It's like a little hot spring because the the rocks make the water warm. Like the rocks heat up when the sun is on them and it makes the water warm. And she's like, come over here and soothe your bones. Yeah. And she cleans his fur. She cleans Grey Wing's fur after he's attacked by a a fox. And she like helps him recover. And she's just very, very sweet. And he's like, I don't know why you had to come back and help me. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And she's like, Bro, it's because you're a nice guy and I like you and you're smart and you do more than you get than you give yourself credit for. And she's I just love I love her. She's great. That's great. Affirmation. She's, she's so nice to him. Growing, growing needs it. My guy needs I agree. a hype man so badly. He is so sad in this book. He's so He's sad. So sad. Now, on the other hand, women's wrongs. Can we talk about women's mm-hmm, wrongs? Mm-hmm. Is this star? Are we on Starflower territory? We're gonna, we're gonna talk about Starflower. We gotta talk about Starflower. Oh my god! We're talking about how all these brothers are having their romances. We gotta talk about Starflower. We haven't really mentioned Thunder that much in this book, but he is still here. Yeah, Thunder is still here. He's he's basically got a leadership position of the More Cats. He, you know, I still love him as a character. He is not as like. He doesn't do as much, I feel like, in this book. Yeah, this is this is this more is the like gray a gray wing, wing journey book. Yeah, it is very much a gray wing book. Um, With which, like some clear sky, but but I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually enjoyed clear sky's chapters in this one. I think they were after after once he entered his pathetic era, they were good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so at one of at the first meeting, this gorgeous girl shows up. And is making eyes at Thunder, complimenting him, talking about how she's heard about him and how hot he is and how strong he is and how cool he is. And he's just like, "Uh uh-huh. He's like fucking, oh my God. They literally do the joke where his voice cracks at one point. That was so fucking funny to me. Yeah, he has a voice crack in everything. 
So he is immediately smitten by this mysterious girl that shows up and Lightning Tail is in the background. They always mention Lightning Tail being in the background looking at her like, "Mm, bitch. And I'm like, yes, it's because Lightning Tail is in love with Thunder. Thank you. Lightning Um, Tail is in love with Thunder. So he... I I don't think I I put this noted, but I know that I did write a note that was like, lightning tail here to try and save thunder from heteronormativity (laughs) (laughs) it's true he even says one time he's like what are you jealous and i'm like like to to lightning tail like thunder what do you mean i know what you are he is jealous (laughs) um yeah so it turns out this girl's name is starflower and it's because her eyes are so pretty like the the blazing star flowers um she, and it's it said even specifically i think she, she she claims that her pupils are star shaped yeah she like, does are you it's ma'am? so fucking funny are you <laughs> she's this cat is a mary sue she is like she is every deviant art warrior cat OC. self-insert cat oc yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. her name is starflower she's gorgeous She's, like, very into Thunder. Lightning Tail doesn't trust her. And she, like, keeps trying to get with Thunder and, like, get him alone. She even takes him, wink, wink, to her secret garden. Oh, my now, God. Tell me that isn't a euphemism. That that really is a euphemism. Fucking killed me. Uh, Yeah. So she takes him to the secret garden and shows him how beautiful it is. And they talk. And... My poor boy Thunder, he gets played so bad by her. Uh, turns out, Starflower Never has a con been run so in so like efficiently. Truly, because he's like, here's our whole plan for taking down One Eye. Do you know him? And she's like, yeah, I've I've met him. And he's like, perfect. So you know how bad he is. Anyway, here's our plan. Like he doesn't even give a, a chance to see her response. And that was the second I knew that shit was bad. I was like, at first I was like, I don't know if I trust this girl. And the entire time I'm like, "Mm." I was thinking that her whole angle, because she was talking about how the Blazing Star herb is a healing herb. I thought she was, you know, separate from one eye. And while one eye is trying to like fight everybody, I thought "Mm, maybe the Blazing Star herb is poison and she's just trying to kill everybody. Uh, that was my theory until she's like, yeah, I've met one eye. And then Thunder does not see what her reaction is. He does not comment on her reaction. He just immediately jumps into saying, well, then, you know, he's a bad guy. And here's our plan to defeat him. I'm like, oh, fuck. She's with one eye. Mm-hmm. And this is another and behold, thing that I was spoiled on accidentally. Uh, so oh, I didn't have any theories. I like hearing your theories, though. I'm glad. Uh, lo and behold, Starflower, this beautiful, beautiful girl, is one eye. Mr. Krusty Musty Supreme is his daughter. And she told him the whole plan that Thunder told her. And so when they show up to ambush one eye, all of one eye's crew comes charging in and chases them away. Yeah. Uh, and like one of the I I, I want to note real quick. Just a a thing that I love across this whole series 
is whenever there's like a weird crusty cat, somehow like a dozen other weird crusty cats come out of the woodwork to be real. It's so true. It's like the crustiness just like attracts like, crustiness. Where were y'all? Why are, where you are here? all these crusties coming from? It's so true. It's like I mean, I guess they do kind of uh, hand wave it with like he lived on the other side of the Thunder Path, which they don't go ever mm-hmm. until now. Yeah, they don't really so, go like, over there yet. I guess that makes sense. Uh, but extremely, <sighs> extremely funny moments with the other side of the Thunder Path, which is all of the marshy area that will eventually be Shadow Clan territory. Oh and, my God. and Tall Shadow is is going there and is just immediately like. Wow, it's so beautiful here. I just feel like I'm home. It's and like, all the yeah, others okay, are like, this yeah, place yeah, sucks. And we're like, okay, you're you're pulling it on a little thick. We get it. You're putting it on a little bit thick. We don't need all that frosting. It's enough slices. Mm-hmm. I will say I do appreciate that, like, for being seen as a more villainous clan for so much of the actual other series that I've read, it's really nice mm-hmm. to know that, like, Tall Shadow, who will become Shadow Star is like a genuinely good person. Yeah, she's just like a nice cat. So that that makes me feel feel good at the very mm-hmm. least that it's not like this clan has always been evil. Yeah. Which is not like, true like obviously because I, I know that there are other shadow clay yeah. cats in the past who have been like very good cats, but it just feels like they are very easily made out to be a villainous group. Yeah, it w- it's one of those things that that I think has they've been trying to backtrack since mm-hmm. basically since the probably second series, but yeah. the end of the first series into the second series, they're like, mm, we can th- there's there's good there's good stuff. Yeah. There's some really interesting stuff that goes on with Shadow Clan in the later series that I'm excited to talk about eventually. Oh, wonderful! But yeah, so Starflower reveals herself. Thunder is uh, understandably distraught. And there's a fight. Thunder kills uh, One-Eye. And then we're left with two weird anticlimactic chapters at the end. Yeah, I don't know if you... I noticed that you also said the end was weird. And I also think the end was kind of weird. Yeah, it was just kind of weird and anticlimactic. I feel like... Like, it makes sense why that those chapters would have to happen after One-Eye being killed but they just don't feel like they fit the flow. Yeah, the drive at that point was a lot about getting the getting the flowers to treat the sickness because Holly gets sick, Petal and uh, the kittens that mm-hmm. uh, Clear Sky killed their mom in the second book, if you remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Petal dies of the sickness are, are and sick. the kits are sick. Yet another woman to die for Clear Sky's growth. Mm-hmm. Just the... Ticking those tallies. We got three of them now. They're all in the fridge. <laughs> all of them in the in his fridge. His fridge is full. His fridge is no full of cats. <laughs> but but yeah, so that she it's also very like she didn't have to die. They could have it's, you know, moments later, basically. Literally the medicine. Yeah. And it's not it, because that was the first time that we found out that she was even sick. So it wasn't. There wasn't even a, it wasn't like the, oh, they just missed, you know, yeah, the, it just was missed like, the opportunity. It's like, oh, oh she's, now sick? she's sick. Oh, she's dead. And now she's dead. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. And the pacing oh, just felt right. so off. 
And it kind of makes me wonder if they have a limit of how many chapters they can have. I would assume so. I I feel like they all have to be around the same length. If they had like, I don't know, two more chapters to pad that shit out, I feel like it would have hit even a little bit better. Mm. But I don't know. It just, the ending felt really flat to me. Yeah. Which is, like, the middle was so juicy. Yeah, I no. really was like, could not put down the book in the, in the middle. But then we got yeah. to the end, and I'm like, oh. oh I was oh, like, oh, okay. when I died, and I guess Thunder killed him, it's not really specifically clear. I believe if you look on the wiki, it says, like, several, it says, like, Grey Wing and Thunder and Clear Sky and, like, sort of puts it as a group effort. Yeah. Um, but it does say Thunder manages to land the killing blow on the wiki. Ah. Because they're all pinning him um, down and he's like, no, he's mine. And then he takes him out. Um, yeah. Killed but, by Thunder, Grey Wing, Lightning Tail, and Cloud Spots, apparently. Cloud Spots was yeah, involved. Yeah, Cloud Spots was there. He was helping hold him down with Lightning Tail. Fuck yeah, Cloud Spots. Um, yeah. So, like, but it's not even, like, he dies off screen, basically. So even that yeah, climactic moment is just kind of like, whatever. Curious, I'm curious if that's another thing where when it comes to protagonists versus antagonists, if they didn't want to sort of dwell on Thunder killing the villain mm, because mm-hmm. killing bad. Killing. Quote unquote. Bad. And I think Thunder was killing the one originally. Can I say quote unquote. Kill- <laughs> yeah. I think Thunder was Thunder originally the one who didn't want to kill him. Yeah, which I so it could have been really good to see that. So I did look up him on the wiki, and in the trivia section, fun fact uh, for those of you who know, you know; those of you who don't, you don't. You'll find out later. Apparently, Kate uh, believes or has stated that uh, it is her personal belief that One Eye is the founder of the Place of No Stars. Oh, that makes big sense to me. Um, I like that. Yeah. So, which I makes think makes sense. Makes sense considering feels appropriate like, considering Star Clan has been formed, and he is like the first yeah, big is, bad that they have to face. Mm-hmm. I think I it like makes that a lot. Sense. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we'll get into the depths of the Place of No Stars later. But basically, it is Cat Hill. It's Cat Hill. It's so there's <laughs> oof. Yeah, there's a lot there's of juicy so stuff much later. that happens. So that's basically it. They all have that shared dream where it's like, hey, if you didn't know already, these guys are going to be the leaders of the of the five clans. Um, and Grey Wing is there also, which does make Grey Wing me... is there also, which is very funny to me. It's very funny because it's like all the leaders and Grey Wings here, and it makes me interested to see like what Grey Wings role is going to be in the last two books of the series um, yeah because i feel like they're setting him up to be sort of an in-between for all of they're, them they're drawing a lot of parallels between him and stone teller um mm-hmm. which is weird because he's not a medicine cat and he's not really a leader but they're still drawing these parallels to stone teller so i'm, I'm curious to see if there is kind of something there or not Yeah, I'm curious about whether or not he's going to be kind of like, you know, I don't know how, because I haven't read Code of the Clans in a long time, and I'm kind of waiting to read it until after uh, 
after we finish this series because it's all about like hey this is why we have this law in the warrior code but like i feel he almost feels like somebody who's kind of going to be an in-between for the clans and star clan until mm-hmm. like medicine cats as a thing are established um, right because he's the one who at the end is like oh i know what they mean by spreading out like the petals and then that's our yeah. cliffhanger mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so that spoiler alert that, it's gonna be that it's five clans yeah spoiler <laughs> alert uh but he also feels like he could be kind of someone who is not going to live with any of the clans he is going to live on his own and kind of be a sort of in between for all of the clans acting as like an ambassador or a mediator of some sort Mm -hmm. yeah mediator is something that is introduced much later in the series i didn't know that was a canon thing i thought that was just a clan gen thing so it is in um i believe the the most recent to completed series is when we get mediators Interesting. Um, Tree, who is a guy that I think you will love eventually, is is the first mediator and the only mediator so far. Interesting. Um, okay. But it is it is a a uh, a cat who is supposed to act as the sort of impartial middle ground between different disputes. Okay. Uh, to to varying degrees of of success uh, working <laughs> yeah success but i i would be interested to see because this did this series was before those those series came out mm-hmm. but the way that we're describing what we would like gray wing to become here is very much similar to what ends up becoming the mediator yeah, so I'm interested to see if it's like a position that was around and then is lost to time. Uh, that sort of thing. Uh, bonus chapter. Did you read the bonus chapters this time? I did read the bonus chapters. Quiet Rain is coming! Yeah, Quiet Rain and Tall Shadow's nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh, are yeah, headed- Sun Shadow. Everybody's Sun Shadow. got a fucking shadow in their name. Shout yeah. out! Shout out to our our uh, they got our a deadbeat dad, Moon Shadow. He's de- yeah. They got Rest a theme and they stick with it. You know. Yeah. You know what? Rest in peace. Love it. Uh, it was interesting. Like it was a nice teaser for like, hey, more cats are coming. But like other than that, it was not very. Uh, I'm I, thrilling. My I, maybe an ice cold take, maybe a very hot take. I'm just not big on the tribe of rushing water. Oh, see, I like the tribe, but I also don't think that there's they're, enough they're about not a them favorite of mine to really. I enjoy them, but I like Sky Clan more. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, like of the non four core clans, Sky Clan definitely is mm-hmm. like above the tribe for me. I am glad to see Quiet Rain coming, though. I'm excited about Quiet Rain. I'm excited that she's going to come fucking knock some sense into her sons, hopefully. Yeah. Most of them are doing fine. Yeah, they're doing better now. They're doing okay. But I'm excited because they've all been so sad that, like, it's been a core sort of thing that they come back to in the books that, like, they all really miss their mom and are very sad that they're not going to be able to ever see her again, according to what they think. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. at the idea of Quiet Rain coming to the clans. Yeah. 
I am I am very excited about that. Very good shit. Yeah. I don't have anything That's else to say about this, this book. book. <laughs> no, we've, I'm good. We've talked quite a bit about it. We have. Would you like to take us to the Aaron Corner? Yeah, let's go to the Aaron Corner. Um, I don't have too much this week specific to the Aaron Corner. I did say earlier we are back to Cherith Baldry for this book. I believe that the fifth and sixth books are going to be Kate Carey again. We shall see how that goes. Little fun fact about Cherith Baldry. I did go to uh, her Twitter and there are five tweets. All of them are about a self-published book uh, called Brutal Terminations. And it's just five tweets saying from 2018, five tweets from 2018 saying, hey, go check out my book Brutal Terminations. And that's it. And I think that that's incredible. <laughs> what a time. Really, really incredible social media uh, presence. Yeah. Um, most most authors should ap- aspire to have that kind of presence, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about it for the Aaron Corner. Interested to see. I feel like I feel like we got some higher highs in this one. Mm-hmm. Still, some weirdness with characterization. Yeah, I definitely think there's I think a lot of characterization. I liked weirdness. this. I liked this book better than the first two books in the oh, series. And that could just be that, you know, we've come into the characters and stuff. But I think that this is my favorite of the three that she has written for this particular series. I am 100% with you on that. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, sh- we're going to share some tongues here. We're going to take a little look at what the folks are saying. Uh, I did a little bit. Give me the goss. I did a little bit more of a deep dive into the fix this week. I did not read any of them. Uh, one of these days I will have the capacity to read something that isn't uh, manga or a Warrior Cats book for this podcast. Uh, I, will, <laughs> I will delve into some of these fics because some of them do seem very, very interesting, actually. <laughs> Scout, I just saw your note. Uh, there are eight fics that are tagged as featuring one eye. I've written a note here. Eight people wrote about one eye sickos. <laughs> I just think he's a fun villain. And that's, I think, part of one of them, he is. He as is I mentioned, uh, one of them is a fic. I believe he is in Place of No Stars and he and several others torment another cat who has just come there, uh, which I think is yes. an interesting, interesting idea. And I kind of uh, want to go read that one. There are 13 fics. Uh- that have Starflower tagged as uh, a prominent character. Only one fic on AO3 specific to Blazing Star. Uh, once again, it is the rewrite of the Dawn of the Clan series as people. Oh god, that's right. I keep forgetting <laughs> about it. It's every time I'm surprised again. Uh, there is a Thunder and Lightning Tail fic that I found. Uh, because I am a Thunder and Lightning Tail shipper. Uh, and the tag on that says, if those cats can be religious, political, and do war, they can also be gay. And I think that's it's how I true. aspire to approach this series. Uh, I also found applause. four fics tagged with the relationship of Clear Sky and Starflower, which I thought, that's really weird. Why is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quick spoiler alert for apparently the next two books. Scout, would you like to share what you found when you were doing your research? <laughs> I would love to. Uh, so I was doing research. I don't remember why. 
But I was on the wiki, as I sometimes am, clicking through to various cats. And I clicked on Clear Sky and I noticed that his mate was listed as Starflower. And I said, excuse me? Uh, And (laughs) I looked at this and I said, I cannot believe this is happening again. I cannot believe that Clear Sky just constantly takes his male family members romantic interests his first born son he is taking the ex essentially mm-hmm. of his first born son it's... is his dick that strong <laughs> <sighs> he does not have the kind of charisma to to be pulling chicks like this is the thing absolutely um, i will absolutely say rank I, I will say one of those fix that i found was uh, Starflower girl bossing and uh, like killing Clear Sky in order to take his power. So like you know what? Okay, I can accept that. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another fun tag that I found, which Just... I love. This is my approach to Dawn of the Clans. If I were to write uh, a fic for Dawn of the Clans, uh, this tag fix it fic. Except I don't fix anything and only make Clear Sky worse. And I'm like, oh, you get me. He would be better if he was worse exactly he would be a better character if he was a little bit worse uh i agree with this yeah once again on tumblr it's so difficult first of all tumblr's tag system is atrocious it's so bad it's good when you have a like internal tag system on your specific blog Mm -hmm. that you use but trying to just search tumblr generally yeah it's atrocious uh so One of the things I was finding a lot of as I scrolled was uh, Star Trek and in combination with weed posts. Um, So there was a lot of that under Blazing Star, which I guess I get. I get it. There was not a lot of uh, warrior stuff, except I did find uh, a couple of little gems. One is this meme where someone drew Starflower with her star-shaped pupils, and it just says, normalize sending me $100 for being pretty. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. basically her character summed up. The next one is uh, somebody doing a live reading and Starflower arrives and they say the Gaslight Gatekeep girl boss herself arrives. So true. <laughs> and there's a lot of comments about how there's a very consistent narrative in this book of everybody talking about Thunder's big paws. I did notice that when I was reading, and I forgot to make a note, but they do be literally they saying- They are always talking about how big his paws are. Basically, they do the, you know, what it, you know what they say about big paws. Like, I, think, I think that combined <laughs> with the secret garden is literally the Aaron's- I, I'm going to full tinfoil hat conspiracy. Fun. They're definitely like, hmm, maybe if we toss this in here, if we keep talking about how big his paws are and how Starflower takes him- to her secret garden. They'll get what we're saying in the what we're saying is that they had sex. <laughs> so do with that what you will, dear listeners, but I'm maintaining mm-hmm. uh that that is what was going on here. Because otherwise I just do not understand why they keep talking about his big paws. <laughs> Literally, it's they're so like, Your funny. paws are so huge. And that's like one of the things that Starflower says she's heard about is like how big his paws are. I know. I'm like the fuck it's are so silly. It's so Why wild. I think even Greywing at some point in this book is like he's grown into those big paws of his. Like, oh my god, stop, stop it! <laughs> it's so stop wild. talking about him feet. 
Him feet, him big peets. Now, I will say my <laughs> uh, my dear friend Julia, who I visited this past weekend, she has a big orange cat, and he does have some big ass paws. You know, which that is fair. I do comment on every time I see him. So I guess I can't say that I blame. Shout them. out to shout out to Julia, by the way, friend of the show, mm. Julia. We Julia, love you. Mwah, love you. Uh, thank you for dealing with all of my warriors bullshit uh, as it has resurfaced. <laughs> But yeah, it is so funny to me. So that was like the one thing that I took away from the Tumblr post is like several people were like, why do they keep talking about how big his paws are? So I just thought that was funny. Uh, But other than that, there's not really a ton of uh, like not really a ton of stuff, uh, stuff on the Tumblr tag, which, you know, not surprised. I'm sure there'll be more for other books. I'm excited to once we get into like the series that really have a lot of nostalgia in mm, the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be so much stuff, probably. Oh, yeah. Does that mean it is time for Warrior Cat of the Week? I think it does. It is my turn to go first. And I got to say, my Warrior Cat of the Week, it's he's been a runner up uh, for quite a while. Finally going to be it. It's River Ripple. Oh, my God, Scout. <laughs> Why are we the same person? I don't know, but this is so fucking funny to me. He's also my <laughs> warrior cat of the week. I was like, I could have sworn I thought you were going to pick Slate. Oh, no. I Slate didn't make that big of an impression on me. I liked her just fine. She's very cool, but she was not she was not the one that was really sticking out to me. It was River Ripple. Because uh, this man is just smart and calm and is a presence that is clearly needed with all these fucking dubuses. Yeah. I so the 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 one thing that like cinched it for me to finally make River Ripple my warrior cat of the week, which, you know, he had to be at at some point. There's no way he couldn't. For yes. Me. Mm-hmm. There at the very end, even though I didn't really care for the way the scene was like the way the the ending was kind of slotted into the book. At the end, when they are having this conversation with the Star Clan cats in the shared dream, Thunder notices that River Ripple, who has been sort of kind of all detached, very aloof the entire series so far, very hard to read, he is looking around and he has wonder in his eyes and he is showing like pure emotion and i was like fuck i love him so much and that scene just He's like that a is a good guy that scene really stuck with me the scene where he tells gray wing that he doesn't he shouldn't go back to the grave because it's just making him sad and like he really he shouldn't dwell on it they're not there they're in the stars i the way he invites yeah. gray wing to come stay with him when he's like having a rough time i just love this guy he's my favorite boy <laughs> He's such a good boy. And the uh, the moment of like him saying it's time for you to go back and talk to your kids again is also very good. Yeah. Uh, when Grey Wing is like, OK, I got to go back to the hollow on the moor. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just so good. We stand River Ripple in this house. Yeah, we love him. <sighs> I think uh, that's uh, really good. One of these days we'll have a different cat. <laughs> 
We in the first episode we did, and then for the for the preceding uh, <laughs> three episodes, we have all had we have had the same uh, Warrior Cat of the Week. Listen, sometimes you just know who it is. Well, we know that once we get into uh, the uh, like into the wild mm-hmm. and that series is the thing is that it it can be different as long as you don't pick Brackenfur, then <laughs> you'll be good. Yeah. Spoiler alert for how much I love Brackenfur later on. Uh, <laughs> If you like Brackenfur or have thoughts, opinions, questions, or memes to share with us, you can write to us at pawsandclawspod at gmail.com. That's paws, as in what a cat has, claws, as in the part of speech, pod, as in podcast. We are also on Twitter at pawsandclaws and on Tumblr at pawsclawspod. Listeners who are 18 years and older can come join us on Discord, which will be linked in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter or Tumblr at HumbleGoat, and you can see the art I do, including our podcast cover art at scoutwilkinson.myportfolio.com. Links to my portfolio, as well as my Kofi page, are in the show notes as well. And you can also, unfortunately, find me on Twitter at plot underscore twists or on Tumblr at antique hyphen romantic. Our next episode will be out in two weeks where we will discuss Dawn of the Clans book five, A Forest Divided. Read along by buying the book from a local bookstore or checking out a copy from your local library. Until then, dear listeners, may Star Clan guide your paws. Star Clan.